This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, here we are on the, uh, the brink of the Sweet 16. Uh, I will uh, transport myself to the NCAA tournament at uh, 6 on the East Coast, I'll be on the radio pre-halftime post and in between in the game. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and talk college hoops all day, but we'll talk some of it uh, upcoming. TJ Hushmanzada will join us in 25 minutes. We'll talk about the league and his thoughts on some of these wide receivers, including, did you guys see that Bryce Young only weighed in at the Combine? He was like 204 at the Combine. Like, can you imagine, like, the opposite of, you know, when guys are trying to lose weight? It actually reminds me of one of my favorite stories. This is a real story, okay? So, um, this is probably, I don't know what year it was, 2014. What year was that uh, the Colts come back against the Chiefs in the playoffs? Do you guys remember that one, Colts comebacks? If you guys could look that up. I know because the game that followed that game on CBS – or maybe it was preceded. Yeah, it was the game that preceded. Yeah, it was early game. Preceded that game on CBS was San Diego State against Kansas in basketball. And oh yeah, by the way, spoiler alert: uh, Joel Embiid played 
San Diego State, who will play uh, tomorrow in the Sweet 16. They beat Kansas at Kansas that day. It was a historic win for San Diego State. And uh, I have a good relationship with both programs. My brother was an assistant coach for eight years at San Diego State from 2000 to 2008, the, the beginning years of the Steve Fisher era, where they started where they, the first year they didn't win a conference game. And by the time he left, they had won the conference and conference tournament and been to the NCAA tournament first time since the mid-70s. So uh, I know, know that place really, really well. And then Kansas, obviously they were a conference rival, but all of those coaches I've known for 30 years. And Bill Self, of course, is an Oklahoma State alum and a great dude. And I consider him a dear friend. So I was, I was, I was at Kansas um, a couple days before. And I'll never forget this. This is great. The story I was told was they had, it was over like Christmas break. They had had a weight loss challenge by all the coaches. And so what they decided was, hey, we're going to put in our per diem for the week. Um, and it might have even been for two weeks because it was a good amount of money. And it was all the coaches, all the support staff. But, you know, the coaches are sitting around and it's like December. And, you know, you're eating good on the road and on trips and at home and, you know, you're working and grinding and you look down and you're like, damn, I'm, I look fat. I'm, ba-, you know, I'm out of shape. Right? It's, it's a real job. It's a real grind. And so they all decide, right, we're going to do a weight loss challenge. See who can lose the most weight in like during like during break. So they all threw in a bunch of money. There's a couple grand in the pot. And in Fog Allen, and I think it's going to get redone this year. They're doing a bunch of other stuff to Fog Allen. But in Fog Allen, there's like a little coach's workout room in the arena, which is right down the hallway from their locker room and the player's locker room. And there's like a player's lounge and there's a place where they can eat in there as well. Right? And then connecting to it is their basketball practice, practice facility uh, where the players have their own weight room. Right? So it's just, and it's like free weights. It's an elliptical. There's some lame TVs. It's not crazy impressive. But those guys, they're in there for a week just grinding, getting after it. Self didn't lift a finger. Now, he's got money in on this thing. He didn't lift a finger. He ain't going to work out. He ain't doing all that stuff. You guys do all that. The day of the weigh-in, he's getting weighed in at like 7 o'clock at night. He gets up early in the morning, grabs a cup of coffee, drinks the coffee, then goes and goes, puts on like all the wrestling gear to sweat it out and just... Does the sweat box all day in, out, shower, do the back back in the sweat box. He's in the in the sauna all day long. And the day he takes off all the aluminum stuff, he takes a shower, he weighs himself, he's lost more weight than everybody else. He takes the money and goes out to eat, right? Like he's the best Bill's the best. Bill's the best. Doesn't take it all himself all that seriously. I, I wish he obviously took his health a little bit more seriously. That's probably why he didn't coach this past weekend. But nonetheless, it's, it's, it's hilarious to me. Hilarious to me. Those are the stories. Those are the things like I love about being around a team. And I, I have a story about, about Mick Cronin. You know, Mick, when he first took over at Cincinnati, on New Year's Day, they were going to play Louisville. It was his first year there. Cincinnati and Louisville who they were rivals in the Big East, right? And their rivalry goes back to the days of the Metro Athletic Conference. They actually were both in the, uh, great, Mid- the great Midwestern Conference. That's a real conference. Then in Conference USA. And then, of course, in the Big East. 
So they played each other on New Year's Day. And the, the two cities are separated by about an hour and a half. And I'll never forget this. Uh, I go to the, to, we go to the practice. We go to Cincinnati's practice first. And they're practicing where Louisville used to play in Freedom Hall. And Freedom Hall is an arena and it's called a hall because it's actually in like sort of convention hall in Louisville, Kentucky. Right? Like they have all these horse riding shows there. They have other conventions and one of the halls was an arena and that's where Louisville played forever. And so in an empty Freedom Hall, they look, I mean, they look like a, like a JUCO team or like a team of like an AAU team. Like nobody's wearing matching jerseys. It's their first year. You know, he's got just a ragtag group and Louisville's highly rated. They got Derek Carriker as their best player. And at one point in time in practice, Mick Cronin says, you guys try that S tomorrow. Derek Carriker's going to shove this ball right up your, right. And I'm working with a guy named Tom Brennan. You guys remember Tom Brennan's head coach of Vermont when they beat Syracuse in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So he's like, ain't that right, TB? And Tom is sitting next to him. He's like, whatever you say, Milk. So Tom grabs the manager and says, like, hey, hey, Sporto, how, how long are you guys going here? Right? Tom Brennan was not a long practice guy. He's like, coach, I don't know how long we're going. We went two and a half hours in, in Cincinnati. So they went and practiced for two and a half hours, got showered up, came down to Louisville, and now they practice for like an hour and a half more. And keep in mind, they play on New Year's Day at like noon on national TV. So we go to Louisville practice. Okay, we go to Louisville practice. And Louisville practices in their practice facility on campus. And it's Rick Patino when he runs a practice, it's like a work of art. Everybody's at a station. He doesn't raise his voice because he actually has a microphone. Hey, okay? he has a microphone. So he's just speaking at normal speaking tones, blows his whistle. Everybody pays attention, blows his whistle. They get back to work. It's like art. They go like an hour, 15, then like 15 minutes of walkthrough and a scout, and then they're out. Then that night, he invites us to. Uh, be at, uh, we couldn't sit at the table. We sat next to them at dinner and they're all in coats and ties and guys had to stand up and sing. And I never forget. I walk out of that restaurant and Tom Brennan calls his son and says, Hey, Sporto, put everything you got on Louisville tomorrow. Cincinnati, no legs. They practice four hours a day. And Cincinnati won the game. Won the game. So I start by telling you that I love the stories of this thing. And I personally have a great deal of respect and admiration for Mick Cronin. But he, he played the classic coaches against the NCAA card, which is hysterical. This is Mick Cronin last night when he was asked about the transfer portal. What about the, the transfer portal, the NIL, kind of that wild, wild west, and, <laughs> and, your, and your thoughts on that and how, it, how it's kind of changing the game of college basketball? Yeah, I think it's just, it's just different. It's, you know, you got to look at it as different. You know, the, the dying words of every successful business is somebody sitting there saying, well, this is how we've always done things. And I would remind that to the new head of the NCAA. Um, here's the thing. I understand nobody likes the NCAA. Okay, I get it. It's very easy. You know, you got a new president. Very easy when you don't know who they are. They run what's called a nonprofit. People think that nonprofits mean nobody's supposed to make any money because they don't understand it's what, what a nonprofit actually does. But here's the crazy thing. Okay. First, Mick Cronin, when asked about the transfer portal, he doesn't have a transfer on his team. Doesn't have one. NIL. I'm sure he's lost some players in recruiting to NIL. Um, 
But that's a new thing. Transfer portal and NIL, they're all new things. This is a new world. It is the wild, wild west because the NCAA right now doesn't really have a ton of legislation on it. So you're, you're accusing the NCAA of, hey, dying last words of our business is because we've always done it that way. They're doing things different. They're playing the tournament in Las Vegas. Like, do you understand how big a breakthrough that is, for not just for the, city of L- for the city of Vegas, but also for the NCAA to admit, hey, this is actually a real modern city and they love basketball. It's the home of basketball. And without Vegas, the tournament doesn't really exist. Like, I, I get it. I, I get it. The outgoing president, nobody liked. He could appear smug, aloof, and it wasn't just that he... They had, he had an argument they didn't like. It was his presentation of it and the way they approached it that, that nobody liked as well. But we're sitting here in a brave new era, which has plenty of pitfalls, but is the era that so many called for. And it's the change that was supposedly needed. And you're like, they're not changing. What are you talking about? What, what are you, what are you actually talking? And, and by the way, if the NCA ceases to exist and they, they're going to come up with another ruling power and you know, what's going to happen there. You're not going to like that one either. Cause it's not that people don't like being told what to do. It's people don't being told what to do. If it's not something they agree with, right? It's like, it's like the, um, uh, it, it's, it, it's the, Classic, okay, classic case of finding, you know, finding a target and just picking on the target instead of answering the actual question. Because I don't actually have an answer. I don't know Mick's answer. Mix, what do you think about NIL? Mick, what do you think about the portal? How come your team has no transfers? And I'm sure he would go into the, hey, look, we're actually UCLA. It's really hard to get a kid into grad school. I don't know how hard it is to get a transfer. And oh yeah, by the way, I don't know if I want to take transfers of a Mick, Mick Cronin. This thing seems to be working out okay. Like we played in the Final Four. We've been in the Sweet 16 every year. We got a chance to play for a Final Four again. Like we kind of got this thing rolling. Why we screw it up? Taking on somebody else's player or maybe somebody else's problem. I don't know what his take is. But it's just classic to me. Classic that coaches go to the old route of Picking on the NCAA when, like, the NCAA basically said, like, we're good, we're out. You guys want to rule your stuff? Go ahead. Do the NIL thing yourself. And then they all hate it, and they're like, where's the NCAA and all this? Like, no, 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 you told us we were doing too much, so we just won't do anything. You guys figure it out. You guys figure it out. But I, I do like the mix, us against the world thing, me against, everybody's against me. It works for him as a coach. It's worked for him in his life. But if you actually buy in, you know, like you actually kind of look at it and go like, wait, what? What is he talking about? And that's a soundbite that has been played a lot of places. Oh, it really sounds good. Then you're like, mm. but you didn't answer the question. They are doing things completely differently. I mean, look, if we want to get to the meat of the argument, you know, the reason they hired a guy from Congress to run the NCA is they're going to have to ask Congress for an exemption. Otherwise, people are going to make these guys into employees. You don't want them to be employees. Players don't want to be employees. Do you know why? Employees can be fired. Players can't really be fired. 
because the NCAA has actually done something different over the last decade where you can have a, you have, you're allowed a four year scholarship. Now you can transfer on a whim. They changed the double transfer rule and it came out yesterday, but all of this stuff is different than it's been. They're trying things differently and no one, everybody refuses to give them credit. How they're playing the final four in Vegas in a couple of years. You're like, well, they're not doing anything differently. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Anyway, shouldn't take us, take us uh, away from Gonzaga UCLA tonight is, it's awesome. The two, you got three great programs in the West Coast, three different leagues. They're all playing this weekend. Two are playing against each other. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home, car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. John Morant returned to the court for the Grizz last night. Uh, Is this, in fact, a redemption tour? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or... I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings pick six app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DOUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DOUG only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. Terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Uh, we got Dan Byer sitting by. We got uh, TJ Hushmansada coming up. We got whew, we got a lot of good things uh, uh, going on. Um, I saw this uh, Mick, uh, that uh, John Morant played for the Grizzlies last night, and I think the funny part to it is we've reached. Here's how you know you're an idiot. Here's how you know you're an idiot. If you think that any of the pushback against John ja Morant is haters then you're an idiot. If you've actually uttered those words, you're an idiot. It's like, how do I know if I'm not that smart? That's one way. That's a good way, right? Right? Like there's other different things that you can do in life that if you don't get, you're probably not of the higher intellect variety. That's okay. Like I'm not the smartest cat in the world, but I'm not an idiot. An idiot is, Oh, you guys just hating on the Grizzlies, and that's why you're like holding back John Morant. Like, no, no. Uh, the NBA is doing what probably his dad should have done, and Grizzlies' leadership should have done, which is set him down and go like, "Hey, dude, this is not good." On the floor and on Madison Avenue, you are a superstar, but you're going to ruin it all with this stupid crap you're doing. So the first thing is, if you're, if you think that the criticism of John Morant is based upon anything other than, than this, which is John Morant is generally a beloved sports figure and burgeoning superstar who has, has it, and I'm not even going to blame people around like, oh, peace, surrounding himself with the wrong people. Like, no, nah, dude, he's doing enough stupid stuff. It has nothing to do with anybody else around him. If you continue doing that super stuff, you're going to cost yourself an incredible career. That's actually when you care about somebody. When you don't is when you just let them do whatever the hell they want to do. And like, eh, all right. You know, it's, it's like, um, Byer, you'll learn this with, with children, right? This is what they say. Like your first kid, you say, oh, don't touch that. You'll hurt yourself. Sec- second kid, you like, you still sit in your chair and you're like, don't touch that. You hurt yourself. Third kid, you're like, watch this. He's going to hurt himself. Right? That's the, that's the difference. <laughs> Right? That, that's because I, well, I when say you, it you a stop. lot to the first huh? one. You're exactly right. I say it a lot. I say, look out, be careful. Yeah, be careful. Don't, 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 don't do that. Right? Don't, don't, don't. Oh, oh. You know, and and you're you're so like overreactive to not wanting them to ha- feel any pain. By the time you get to the third, you're like, whatever. They all live. They're fine. They're like made of rubber. You know, whatever. Anyway. We're not at that stage with John Morant. We're at the like, dude, you're, this is going to end badly if you continue down the path. So his dad was wearing a redemption tour shirt and I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You know, I mean, I, he's still courtside, but now he has a Gatorade, uh, you know, a, a Gatorade bottle instead of the red solo cup. I mean, I guess that's change, but I do think there's a certain need for redemption. Right? Because we were all in on the John Moran story. 
And we were just drinking the drinking the Kool-Aid, man. Give us more John Morant. We love John Morant. And then we're like, dude, is John Morant really a like a thug, a wannabe thug? Like, is it, what is he doing? And so now he gets the chance to redeem himself. That's the idea of Redemption Tour. I'm good with it. By the way, he's still a freak athlete. Unbelievable. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's welcome in Hush, T.J. Hushmanzada, who... This is the best part about, about the John Morant discussion, right? TJ was, I mean, can I use the word thug, right? Or I, you weren't like a, you weren't a gangbanger. Like you, you've, we've talked about this on my pod when you're a teenager, like you literally sold drugs, right? So you got your life clean and you became, you know, you went to junior college, you went to college and then you go to the NFL. So when you see a, a guy who grows up the way that John Morant does and is on a is on a track to becoming a more 500 million, maybe even more level superstar and trying to act like he's one of the, he's one of those dudes. What do you think when you see it? Man, when I first saw the situation with John Morant, this is exactly what went through my mind. Like, I don't know if John Morant is really from the streets or not. I don't know. And I don't care. Let's just say he is. He accomplished the ultimate goal. He made it out. He was one of the few that got out of the streets and made it out. Don't mess it up by making silly mistakes. That's my only thing. I don't know. I don't know John Moran. And so if you were really in the streets like that, you made it out. Leave it behind because everybody that's in the streets, you get in the streets because that's your only hope. That's your only chance we feel. And to make it out, is like a sigh of relief. The guys in the streets want to be in John Moran's position, and he wants to be in a position. So I, I just hope he figures this out, man. Being in the streets is it's not easy. That That's for sure. And, and to make it out is the ultimate goal. And so hopefully him going to counseling, talking with his father. And that's another thing. You have a father that, that's in your life, man. If I wish my son would try to get in the streets uh, when he becomes a dog. We got a problem. <laughs> TJ Hushman's out. Hey, I want to get to football in a second, but I went to the Laker game last night and I don't care about the officiating thing. Like everybody, it's not, it's, it's not worthy of a radio conversation. That's like when we're sitting around having a beer, watching a game, but Hillbilly Mamba was killing okay? <laughs> Austin Reeves. They put Austin Reeves in the starting lineup and he was great. And look, I've been critical of my boy, Jay Williams over at ESPN for a long time. Cause he says some crazy stuff. Okay. But he pointed out today, like, I don't know what you do when you bring LeBron back because this guy, the ball is kind of going through him some, and he's making plays, and you bring LeBron back. We all know how it works when LeBron comes back. He's got the ball. He's making the plays. He's making the decisions. How do you think that all uh, unfolds if and when LeBron comes back this year? It's going to be tough because Austin Reeves has been really good in the pick and roll. He's making really good decisions. He's drawing fouls. He's getting and ones. He's getting AD the ball. What happened to me, this is what should happen, is with LeBron coming back, I think LeBron was playing around 35 to 39 minutes. With him coming back, you lower his minutes, and when he's out of the game, you try to stagger it to where Reeves is not on the court so much with LeBron. So when LeBron is resting, now you can run the offense through Austin Reeves, him in a pick and roll with AD. To me, that's the only way you can do it because when LeBron comes back, the ball's going to be in his hands. But Reeves has been so successful basically playing LeBron that 
you got to see if it can work. I mean, you just have to. I, I, I agree. You got to see if it works. And there's a, there's a way to do it. I just, we have reached the point where you're like, are we really better if we have LeBron? Like, I think we're better, but I don't know we're better because it changes the way we play Osa, uh, um, in, in, a, in a major fashion. All right, let's get, let's get to some football stuff. Um, you work out wide receivers, you work out quarterbacks, okay? So you have a working knowledge of all of these guys. Would you, Bryce Young seems to check every box except he's tiny. Like, he's just not a big fella. And then you have other guys that check, you know, C.J. Stroud checks a lot of boxes, but he ain't Bryce Young on the football field. So I, I put you, I put T.J. Oshmazada ahead of the Carolina Panthers. What do you do at quarterback? Man, it, I was asked this question already, and it, it's a tough answer. I, I, but I'm going to give you an answer. I'm not going to straddle the fence. Um, Bryce can just flat-out play football. He, he's smart. He's accurate. He has a good arm. And everything that you said is true. One, you go with who you're comfortable with, who, who you feel you mesh with. Um, but if I'm the Panthers, I'm probably going to go with CJ. If I trust that Frank, Frank Wright can develop quarterbacks the way that he's done in the past and having uh, Carson Wentz playing well after he got him uh, from Philly, had him in Philly, it's, this is no easy thing because you got to have guys around them that can get open. You got to understand they traded DJ Moore. So who's going to be that go-to guy? Do they go get a DeAndre Hopkins? They just signed Adam Thielen. And so that's tough. But if I had to make a pick, um, I could flip a coin and I'd be satisfied with Bryce or CJ. But if you're going to make me pick a pick, which I'm going to do, I would go with CJ Stroud. Hmm. Um, all right. Which, which quarterback would you avoid? Wow. I don't know. Like, I, I don't truly believe, Doug, that, like, oh, this guy's a bust. That Guys become bust because coaching isn't what it needs to be. Like, there's a lot of coaches that they can't teach, but they don't think that. Like, if guys are rated so high and everybody, there's a consensus that this guy can play, this guy – it's the coaching, it's the development, it's the teaching aspect that isn't registering with that player. And so who would I avoid? I don't believe guys are bust. Like, I don't know, man. That's a, that's a tough one. I, if I drafted Anthony Richardson, I would not want him to play the entire first year, maybe two. Um, he just hasn't had enough starts, so I don't think I would avoid him. But I would be cognizant of his limited starts in college. You wouldn't use him in the same fashion that they used VY when he first came in or even Lamar when he first came in or some of these guys where you kind of do run-oriented or, 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 or Jalen Hurts and, and allow him to develop, you know, throughout the season into the offseason? No, because Jalen Hurts played a lot of football in college. Listen, I agree. No, I understand. I, I'm, not dis- I'm, just, I'm asking you. I, I understand the difference. I would not do that because okay. ultimately you, you're going to have to throw the ball accurately with anticipation and playing the NFL is a whole different animal than playing in college. And so I don't want to mess with his psyche. If he can sit a year, possibly two, he should be ready to go. But if you throw him in there too early, you can possibly ruin him. I don't think it's worth. You're not going to, if he has to play, you're not winning. So why ruin him and lose when you're going to lose anyway? It's a, it's a great point. Um, of the wide receivers, 
who's the guy who changes the game the most in the draft? This draft, the receivers is uh, there's really no clear cut number one. Had Jackson not been hurt the entire season, I believe he would have been a clear cut number one. You got Quentin Johnson; he's big, he can run, um, really good route runner. But the best route runners are smaller guys than Josh Downs, Zay Flowers, Tank Dell. And then you got a big guy, Michael Wilson, at Stanford that can run routes like a small guy, just doesn't have a big speed like the like the little guys. And so this draft of receivers, uh, to me, is more route runners than just get down the field. But the route runners are the ones that ultimately have the success because you can create separation. It doesn't matter who you go against. And so I don't believe you'll see many busts out of this draft out the receiver position because these guys can create separation. To me, that's the most important thing about playing receiver. T.J. Hussman is our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so the the Raiders took Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, they, I mean, look, they're they're changing this thing out. They're kind of doing the Patriots West thing. Do you like what they're doing to adjust their roster? Uh, I do not. I do not. Um, I'm not trading Darren Waller for a third round pick. Like, really? Yeah, he was hurt last year, but he's one of the best tight ends in football. Jimmy Garoppolo is a better fit for the Raiders than Derek Carr, but he's not a better quarterback than Derek Carr. Like, I don't under this Patriots West thing. Like, you got to be able to have success as a head coach if you're Josh McDaniels before you start trying to implement this Patriots West um, thing if this is what they're doing. I don't believe you get better by letting good players go. Devontae Adams, they do have that, and so that will help them. Hunter Renfro can get open. Um, Josh Jacobs has yet to sign a franchise tender. Defensively, they have a good team defensively, but I, I don't like getting rid of good players like Darren Waller for a third-round pick. Like, There's nobody you're drafting the third round that's going to be better than Darren Waller. Nobody. And, and so I don't like it, but I do believe Garoppolo is a better fit than Carr. When I saw what Stidham, when Jared Stidham came into the game and he started against the 49ers, and he threw for over 300 yards. I said, whoa, what is Derek Carr not understanding that Stidham really understands? And so I believe Josh McDaniels can get it done with Garoppolo because I saw what Stidham was able to do. But it does concern me. Yeah, I, I look at Derek Carr and I think uh, in the, I think he's the most overrated, over-discussed quarterback in the NFL. Wasn't, wow, that's harsh. I mean, again, over, again all, can, all things considered. All things considered. Right, that doesn't mean he's the worst quarterback. It's when he signs, he goes to the Jets and like he could be a Hall of Famer. Then they don't even offer him. You know, he ends up in New Orleans. I just, the, it, how many coaches has he gone through where they haven't been sold on him, and he hasn't played great in big moments where we go, okay, well maybe it's not all the coach. Maybe some of it's the player. Oh, of course, some of it is on the player, but I just point to the adversity of the 2021 season. How many quarterbacks could navigate and lead their team to the playoffs the way that Derek Carr did that? You lose your head coach and John Gruden, he's fired. You had a tragedy with Henry Rugg. Arnett is pulling out firearms on social media and he gets released. Osachi is the interim head coach. And you're inside the 10-yard line in the playoffs with a chance to beat the Bengals who go on to play in a Super Bowl. I don't know how many guys could have that type of adversity and lead their team the way that he did. And so last 
that year showed me a lot of his character. And so I can't, I can't just act like that didn't happen. There's not many guys that could do that. And so I got to remember all that adversity and how he led that team. That's hard for me to not bring up when people say that Derek Carr is not this, Derek Carr is not that. He just did what I spoke of, and that's not easy to do. T.J. Husbanzada, who's your the best? Up on game, of course, is every Saturday morning here on Fox Sports Radio. Him, Plaxico Burst, LeVar Arrington's great show with some good dudes. We'll talk hoops next time. We'll talk some football next time. You're the best. Thanks for joining us. Mr. Godley, keep killing it, my guy. All right. I love that. I love, I love that, that Hoosh is like, he'd much prefer to talk Lakers than he would talk about the NFL. But, of course, he's like a savant in talking about the NFL. Uh, having, having played it, studied it, works with dudes now. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center. Center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. One of my favorite people on earth gives us my favorite game of the week. Dan Byer, what do you got? Way too kind, Doug. The game today is... (laughs) I feel a draft. This is the best game. It's the best game. It is It is fun, and uh, I, I don't know how fun it is to have the first overall pick because I rarely have it. Once again, Doug, the lottery odds are in John Ramos's favor. He has the first overall pick in today's draft. Doug, you uh, will have to settle for Scoot Henderson and pick second. Uh, Ryan Bershinger is third. I am fourth. We aren't drafting the NBA draft. What we are drafting today are the teams remaining in the dance that you think can win it all. Sweet 16 starts tonight. We you think we'll win it all right? yes yeah I mean, obviously they could win it all there's 16 of them somebody's gonna win it could was will this is your picking who will win it all. yep yep okay. so um of the remaining teams that are that are are yep. left so john you've got the uh, first pick again doug second ryan third me fourth and then we reverse it back well guys this is my um this is where i really get a lot of my money is picking these games right yes. here at the college basketball one of my top things to do um i think texas is gonna have a tough time with xavier i'm gonna go with i'll take houston we'll win it all Mm. that's who i have going to the final the final two i had them losing to marquette though but marquette's gone so i'll stick with the number two team of my picks and that's houston wow Hmm. okay um how happy are you doug in hearing that john like are you Super, I'm pretty happy. Pretty, yeah. I was like, I'm sitting there going, like, do I trade with John? But I don't really want to trade with John. But I, <laughs> I mean, look, and and it's not a terrible pick because Houston, no. when they're healthy, uh, they've been number one team in the country for a good portion of time. They did lose to the team I'm going to pick, uh, but they're in any conversation of being a favorite again when healthy to winning the title. Um, that said, the reason that I think Dan thinks I'm happy is because I just let's not overthink it. Alabama's the best team. They have the best pro prospect they have a deep roster and despite all the off the court stuff most of it not good okay despite all of that that they've been able to continue winning games in tough adverse situations so like i don't know seems like alabama should be the first pick and i'm glad that that uh, that john went with houston so yeah i am kind of happy i'll take alabama all right bersinger you are up is that what you were thinking is because i because he didn't take alabama that's why i was happy yes um I'm going to I'm going to take Tennessee here because I feel like of the remaining teams I think they've got a pretty easy path to the final 4 at the least so I'll uh, hedge my bet here and take Tennessee. If Tennessee plays San Diego State in a final 4, it's going to be 8-2-4 final score. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like uh, Byer, Wisconsin played Michigan. Well, it was Michigan State when Roy Williams when made Roy his Williams comment. said set yeah. basketball back 40 years. Yes. Yeah. I think they had 18 points at the half. Badger fans still remember that comment, by the way. They're still mad 23 well, years later. Um, I'm going to take the team that I picked to win it all at the start of the tournament. As Doug likes to say, Gonzaga. So I think it's redemption tour. And then completely forgot about the Jalen Suggs three uh, two years ago, um, thinking that UCLA would have revenge. I just kept on thinking back to Adam Morrison and what happened in 06. Still, I'm taking Gonzaga uh, not only to win tonight, but to win it all. 
And then I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay in that same region. I'm gonna go UConn. I'm gonna take UConn as uh, if they can get past Arkansas tonight. Should be a great regional final. But I think that UConn does have the pieces to win it all. So I'll go with the Huskies. Back to Bursch. Um, I will take a team that I had put in the Final Four at the start. So I'll go Texas here. Yeah. Mm. It's a good pick. Good pick, good pick, good pick, good pick. Six, yes, good value. Right. Good value. Ryan is selection. also only taking orange teams today. <laughs> Doug, you are up at number seven. I like all your guys' picks. Um, I- I'm going to go out of that same region that has already provided us one, which is you picked uh, UConn, right? Yeah, I picked UConn and Gonzaga. Uh, I'm going to take UCLA. Um, and, and I, I understand UCLA guys are going, you're a hater because Jalen Clark got hurt. And you said we should be a three seed. Like I stand by it, right? Like you lose your best defensive player, your second leading scorer. And I, I think you're different, but if they can get out of this weekend, I, I still think that's a really good team. Um, and they're the eighth most likely to win it. I will go UCLA. All right, John, final I, pick. I will finish it off with Xavier. Ooh, X marks the spot. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. X marks the spot. Uh, LeBron James didn't play last night, but he took to Twitter to clarify when he will be returning to the Lakers. Um, All right, we got to talk about this I speak for myself sort of stuff and the irony of LeBron and the irony of Aaron Rodgers and how they think they can only speak for themselves. That's next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... 
Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.